0: It's been said that one doesn't know what one misses until it is gone. Well, friends, let us appreciate and embrace what one can have in Christ and never let it go. Let's look at some positives today that we can miss the negatives right here on the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned.
1: Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff.
0: Thank you to our j Webb, and greetings to all of you that tune in to our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. We appreciate you tuning in and listening to us today. And we hope the study will be profitable for you. In Hebrews 6, verses 4 through 6, the Bible says, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened, and have tasted the heavenly gift, and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit, and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, if they fall away to renew them again to repentance since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put Him to an open shame. A very special thanks to my friend and brother Mark Posey via his pulpit preview for the following. Hebrews was written to Jews, for example, Hebrews, who had become Christians. But they were thinking they made a mistake and were considering reconverting, if you will, to Judaism. The whole book is filled with warnings against turning away from Christ, chapter 2, verses 1 through 3, chapter 3, verses 12 through 14, chapter 4, verses 1 and 11, chapter 10, 26 through 39, and chapter 12, verse 35. The clearest warning is Hebrews 6:4 through 6. The convert is confronted with the saved state to show what will be lost if he abandons Christ. Dear friends, we appreciate Brother Mark and his excellent study of which we will share today. So let's discuss some specifics of the saved state of individuals. But first, we always pause with a little information about our work at International Gospel Hour. Then we will return to our study.
1: Our website is internationalgospelhour.com. That's InternationalGospelHour.com. Please check it out and listen to our other broadcasts, learn more of our history, download our app, request our newsletter, and ask for our free Bible study by mail. Also, check out our free resources available from our fellow laborers in the gospel. Yes, friends, all for you through our website at InternationalGospelHour.com. Okay then, let's continue today's study.
0: And friends, while at our website, let us hear from you through the Contact tab. Just hit the Contact tab and send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like to write us, P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. That's P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. Now from Hebrews 6, 4-6, let's talk about some specifics of the saved state. Well, first, one is enlightened, or they possess true knowledge and understanding of the gospel. The idea of the word enlightened is to bring to light, to make it brighter. It's a difference maker. Because this is true knowledge that is understood and accepted. For after all, in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 2, Paul said, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. You see, they had the knowledge and the understanding, and continued to walk, and to be enlightened by God in His word. To the Ephesian brethren in Ephesians 1, 17-23, That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The eyes of your understanding being... Enlightened, that you may know what is that hope of His calling, what are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of His power toward us who believe, according to the working of His mighty power, which He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and seated Him at the right hand in the heavenly places. At His right hand in the heavenly places. For above all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet, and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. To be enlightened or understand and growing in knowledge in Christ, that's greater, that's magnificent. That right there helps one to remain in a saved state as we grow in that wonderful knowledge that converted us. We're not looking for something of which we will leave. Very quickly, what about the phrase that one is tasted of the heavenly gift or the gift of salvation in general? In Ephesians 2, 8-9, and 9, Paul says, "...for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God." How about Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but eternal life, but the gift of God, rather, is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, the gift of God. He has granted unto us salvation. And now can you imagine an individual that has tasted that heavenly gift? There's no greater gift that could be given. We certainly don't want to exchange it for a hell gift when we have a heavenly gift, now would we? We need to keep tasting and partaking. I love to look at Matthew 5, 6 of hungering and thirsting after righteous. And the milk of the word, 1 Peter 2, and verse 2, and Hebrews 5, verse 14, the meat of the word. When we taste and partake, it helps one to remain in that saved state. Here's another one from Hebrews 6. One has been made partakers of the Holy Spirit and having drank that living water. Listen to John seven thirty seven 37-39. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the Scriptures have said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But now listen. This he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive for the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. So when the Spirit was given, what did Paul say later in 1 Corinthians twelve thirteen? For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one Spirit. You see how that's used? Well, the, those in Corinth would understand being baptized, for in Acts 18 and verse 8... They believed and they were baptized into one body, the church, into one spirit. None other will do, friends, and that will help one remain in a saved state. You see, they're tasting, they're partaking, they're enlightening. It's all building up. Here's a fourth one. One has tasted the good word of God, having believed and received its promises. Now, there is that word, tasted, again to partake, to swallow, the literal meaning, God's word. We noted earlier how, well, the metaphors of milk as the word, and meat as the word, milk, First Peter 2, 2, meat, Hebrews five fourteen. Swallowing that good word will help one remain in that saved state. Dear friends, do you see that if we're growing in our knowledge, we embrace what we have, we keep growing and getting better. Now, number five. This is something to look forward to. Tasted the powers of the age to come. Referring to the already experienced resurrection from spiritual death in anticipation of the future redemptive resurrection of the body. In Colossians 2, verse 12, Buried with him in baptism, in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. And you... Being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he is made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Oh, how beautiful. Friends, did you know that? Faith in the working of God? You know, when we look at the workings of God, what all is he speaking here? Baptism is a work of God. You know, baptism is not a work of man. It's an obedience from man. Romans 6, 3 and 4 Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into His death? Therefore we were buried with Him through baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, just as He was, well, even so we also should walk in a newness of life. Walking in that newness of life, looking forward to the resurrection of a new body, Such motivation helps one remain in that saved state. Friends, you put all that together. When we're enlightened or growing in knowledge, tasting of that heavenly gift, the gift of salvation, and we taste it and we embrace it, and then we're partakers of the Spirit. We're partakers of that living water, the good Word of God of which the Spirit brings us, the powers of the age to come. You put all that together. May that motivate us to remain in a saved state. Or some concluding thoughts from my friend and brother Mark Posey, again to whom we are indebted for our lesson today. Faithfulness to the Lord and His cause is eternally important. Falling from grace occurs when faith in the blood of Jesus dies. Therefore, the Hebrew writer instructs us, the Hebrew's writer, instructs us to remember the blessings of the saved state. Blessed is the Christian that will receive the fullness of salvation and glory. And to God be that glory. Friends, here is our J-Webb. He's going to tell you about our online Bible study from our good folks at the World Bible School. Our
1: friends at World Bible School have a wonderful online Bible study available, and it is free. That's right, it's free. Please visit worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. Please sign up today. That's the free online study at worldbibleschool.org.
0: Well, dear friends, how thankful we are that you joined us today for our study about those in the saved state. We hope that the information we have shared with you will be of help. And please enjoy that online study through our friends at World Bible School. And I want us to study together at another time. I look forward to you joining me once again for our broadcast and thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie and friends, please keep listening.
1: Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com to God be the glory. glory.